And now the timeline of Messiah's death and resurrection charted. Now we know that Messiah had Passover with his disciples, the meal. According to Scripture, many times over, by the way, that's in all of the Gospels pretty much. Some attempt to say, well, it wasn't a Passover Seder. But let's be clear, the Ashkenazi Seder and its rituals are impertinent to Scripture. This was a Passover meal, as it said it would be. A lamb was most definitely involved, according to the passages, and it was on Passover evening, not the day before. Now, how do we know? Well, this is the only way the entire timeline even fits Scripture, and that matters. Reconciling the four Gospels is how we should be dealing with them, not looking at them and saying, oh, well, there's a discrepancy there, there's one there. No, how do we reconcile them? That is the question, and they can be reconciled. And when you do that, wow, then you get to the truth. Okay, so, by the way, no other theory on this that we've seen out there actually fits the timeline. So they're, you know, test them all. But some try to make Messiah say four days instead of three to make theirs work. But see, that's a problem because he didn't say four days. He said he'd be dead three days and three nights. Therefore, he must be dead three days and three nights, period, the end. Okay, if it's 15 minutes and rounded up, fine. But to be off by an entire day? Come on. That's not Scripture. It's a changing of Scripture. Again, those folks mean well. They're just trying to make it work. They're trying to reconcile. But they're doing so in a paradigm of a lunar calendar which needed to be abandoned in order for them to even see straight. Some ignore the Bible altogether and just make up their own, and you will find that, especially on other YouTube channels in the Philippines, but we won't go there. See, this is the disturbing of the timeline that we read early on in this video. By using the calendar of the moon, the Jubilees warns us what happened. Told us, Moses said this would happen. Yahuwah actually said it. He's recording it. Messiah is captured after the Passover dinner on Passover. Of course, there's other events, but that happens that evening on the 14th of Abib or modern Nisan, which is not the original name of the month. It is Abib. Now, the Passover is an evening event indeed. It commemorates for one the night in which the Israelites in Egypt spread blood on their doorpost after celebrating a feast, and by morning, the Passover was over. It was done. Morning was the next day at sunrise. That's why. The 15th of Abib is the first day of unleavened bread. Ever wonder why there are two Sabbaths in this passage in one week? Well, this only occurs on feast days. This is the special Sabbath on the first day of the Feast of Unleavened Bread, which is a Sabbath. It is like a weekly Sabbath in essence and in practice. Messiah was tried and convicted, scourged, though that was not good enough for the enemy, and then marched to crucifixion. 
We showed you in Luke especially, he gave up the ghost about 3 p.m., and that's about six hours he spent on the cross. So that was the ninth hour or the middle of the day. The sun was darkened, therefore it was during sunlight, for the last three hours that he was on the cross. So these were daylight hours, nine hours of daylight, in fact, when you review all of the passages. Joseph was able to secure the body and place it in the tomb. The Marys followed, and they would finalize the burial at sunrise. Notice they don't touch the body yet. Once Sabbath had passed, they continued to rest. Yes, we have reviewed many such justifications, and they do not truly align, especially with Scripture, which tells us the day begins when? At sunrise. Just before, and I mean just before sunrise, or really at sunrise, 6 a.m., Messiah was anointed and the tomb sealed. And that's day one in counting. That's when it would begin, and he was in the belly of the earth for three days and three nights. He was buried on the Sabbath at sunrise and resurrected just before it on the third day. He is the Lord. Of the Sabbath. Remember, we are still in a biblical feast this entire time, as unleavened bread is an entire week long. Sunrise to sunrise on the 16th of Abib, Messiah lay in the tomb. That is day one. Day 2, sunrise to sunrise, on the 17th of Abib, Messiah still lay in the tomb. That's day 2. And on the 18th day, that's day 3, which began at sunrise on Saturday and goes until just before sunrise on Sunday. Still Saturday. Now it all comes together, and you will find the Bible does not have contradictions, just misinterpretations by men. Saturday is the weekly Sabbath, and Messiah is in the tomb that entire day from sunrise and night, as he must be to fulfill the three days and nights. That's right. He was exact, and he did so. He said it. And so it was. Don't change the Bible to try to make the doctrines of men fit. We don't ever need to do that. In fact, he preserved his Sabbath in this. Mary or Marys or whatever witnesses, I don't know about you, but I could care less about one gospel saying both Marys and another saying only one Mary. Does it matter? The writer's perspective in both cases is actually very consistent, and maybe one writer was only aware of the one Mary, and the other was only aware of the other, or the two Marys. It really does not matter. So we are still on Saturday, the seventh day, weekly Sabbath, and just before sunrise, really Sabbath to Sabbath, the feast Sabbath to this Sabbath, three days and nights which is still Saturday, not Sunday, and still Sabbath. Messiah rises from the dead. Mary witnesses this occurred right before the first day of the week, which is the seventh day still. It's Sabbath or Shabbat. 
and it begins at sunrise. And now for the first time, this entire timeline finally makes sense. The sun rises and it dawns as Sunday the 19th. No longer Sabbath and no longer Saturday when Messiah arose. He did not rise on Sunday. Yes, on our modern calendar, it is in fact Sunday morning. That is true, but unless your church is meeting Sunday before sunrise each week, don't tell people you are meeting on the Sabbath because you are not. The Lord's day is never specified in Scripture. It's just in Revelation one time, and it does not give a specific day, but we know what the Lord's day is. He is Lord of the Sabbath. He rose on the Sabbath, on Saturday, the Saturday Sabbath, the seventh-day Sabbath, and never on Sunday. Any church who changed that, run away. Again, we don't care what day churches meet as this is impertinent, but let's not allow anyone to move his Sabbath, the Lord's day, the day in which he is Lord of, and that has always been and always will be specified as the seventh day Sabbath, since the seventh day of creation. Now, come the whatabouts. I know, and that's okay. Read it in context. Whatever you're about to write in comment, read it in context, not just a fragment, because you're probably not reading it properly. Several more videos to come. We will deal next with Moses, and yes, he concurs with this definitively. And then the creation clock, and it concurs with this as well. What scripture never agrees with is this lunar calendar. That is a problem. So what time is the Sabbath? It begins at sunrise Saturday through just before sunrise on Sunday. It is not Friday evening, which is rebuked especially by Jubilees, and we will be changing our Sabbath now as as a result of this research. It is not Sunday under any circumstances as the only justification they use for such while we just dismantled handedly. This is Yahuwah's calendar he said would be changed, and it was. Next, we will cover Moses and the video after uh, creation, and then we will spend more time on the moon in Scripture. Is it moon? Is it month? and demonstrate times where new moon, in fact, is an inaccurate translation. We have a ways to go to complete this thinking, but already you can see Scripture says the Sabbath begins on Saturday at sunrise or around 6 a.m., as does the day, every day. Now test this and prove it out and apply it if you find it to be the truth. We believe you will. Thank you for watching our Sabbath series. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Don't forget to click the bell. Over 250 videos now for you to test, many available in English and Tagalog. Don't forget to like us on Facebook at The God Culture Space Hyphen Space Original. Share this video with others and check out our website at thegodculture.com. Always remember to prove all things for yourself. 
We love you all. Yahuwah bless and Shabbat Shalom or Sabbath peace if you are watching this on the Sabbath. Stay safe and Yah bless to all. Thank you.